Hi, I'm Robin Birkin. Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice, and real talk. To me, being a warrior means knowing that true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to feel afraid, and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. And I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, Warrior. I am super glad to be speaking with you again and very grateful that you are sharing some space with me today to listen to this podcast. Sometimes I have episodes that I feel will be super important and super valuable for you. Episodes that I feel will sit with you for a long, long time and be lessons that you continue to think about as you go on your fertility journey. And I feel like this episode is one of those. I have been doing a lot of work with my one-on-one clients and the group coaching clients who are part of this round of the Fertility Warrior Intensive. And these are some of the messages that come up again and again. So I feel very called to share today's episode with you where we talk about how infertility can not only shatter our self-esteem, but I think it can also really bring to the surface how badly we're treating ourselves and how poor some of our body image and self-love can be. So I wanted to bring that to the surface, create some awareness around that, and then talk to you about some strategies on how to manage that. So I'm really excited to bring you this episode and I would love to get your feedback. You know that I'm always reachable. You can DM me on Facebook, you can DM me on Instagram, you can, I'm very accessible, you know, you can talk or tag me in our Fertility Warriors support and chat group on Facebook. There are lots of different places that you can find me and I would love to know what you think of this episode. Before we get started as well, I just wanted to let you know that I have been so, so busy behind the scenes getting a whole bunch of things ready for our shop. So the first thing that I would say though as well is that sometimes when you're on the podcast, you miss some of the immediate things that are going on in robinberkin.com land. And if you want to get access to all of the information as soon as it comes out, you need to make sure that you are on my newsletter list. And that is where I announce you know, everything that is happening at Robin Birkin HQ. And for example, some of those things are my book, which was formerly called Screw Infertility, has had a little bit of a makeover and that is now available again. And it is now called Lessons from a Fertility Warrior. If you're struggling on this journey, and particularly if you're listening to this episode and haven't read my memoir, then I highly recommend that you do. People message me all the time and tell me that some of the lessons in that book and even just hearing about someone else's journey brings great comfort uh, and some really good skills. So if you haven't read my book, it's very easily digestible. It's very easy to read. Then, you know, please head to my website and do that. We also have run a fertility diet group and we had about nearly 350 people take part in that. And that's now been made into a small e-course. So if diet is something that you are really struggling with, you want some guidance, 
and something that has been endorsed by both a nutritionist and a naturopath, then that is something to look at as well. Both of those are very cost effective and really easily accessible. If you are in the fertility business arena, then I also have a fertility business school. Um, And obviously, for all of you who will know that I have my group coaching program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive, and that has access to a bunch of expert interviews on all sorts of different topics, as well as obviously group coaching and one-on-one support from me. But if you are a really private person, you're feeling really private on your journey and you are feeling like you need a lot of one-to-one support on your journey, which I totally get. And I am really a one-to-one kind of person. When I've signed up, you know, like I sign up to things myself, one-on-one coaching is what really resonates with me. I like having that cheerleader in my corner. I like having someone who is available for me on Messenger 24-7. If you are struggling on this journey and you feel like you just need some more emotional support, some lifestyle guidance and things like that, then look, head to my website, have a look. If you go to robinberkencom slash shop, you will find all of the different options available as well as some things that you can sign up to for free, robinberkencom slash shop and get access to some things that might help you on your journey. But for now, let's get started and dive into this topic. I know that when we're on this infertility roller coaster, it can feel like we are stuck in the ocean up against a rock and these big waves just keep battering us again and again and again. And, you know, we're trying to get to the top of the rock and we can't get there. And we feel every time those waves come and bash us against the rocks, we feel like a failure. So it feels like, you know, this repeated battering feels like we were just trying to get up and we keep getting pushed down by the waves. It can feel like we're on this, you know, we set, I always say we set out on a five kilometer jog and all of a sudden here we are like running a marathon. We never saw it coming. We don't know where the finish line is and we don't know how we're going to survive it. And so it can be totally understandable that many of you would feel like a failure and that you might feel like your self-esteem has taken a battering on this journey. So I want to first acknowledge that you're not crazy and that it is totally normal and completely valid for you to feel that way. It's a really shitty time in your life. It is quite possibly going to rank as the lowest, hardest time in your life. It can also rank at the same time as, you know, the time in your life that you are most proud of, uh, the time when you have felt the most courageous, the time when you have grown the most, but it can at the same time be really fucking hard and that's okay and that's normal. You don't need to put on a mask and pretend that you are strong all the time. It is completely okay for you to feel vulnerable for you to feel low, when you are having those moments when you are crying on the bathroom floor because you just don't know why this has happened to you, why you feel so low, why, you know, month after month this isn't going your way. Don't feel like you're crazy. Don't feel like you need to get up and brush it off and be strong. Have those moments. Allow yourself those moments to really grieve this process. Sometimes feelings, you know, of sadness and hopelessness can feel really uncomfortable, but 
those feelings are a necessary part of life. They're a necessary part of this process. And so we don't want to cover them up. You know, allow yourself that opportunity to feel the way you're feeling. Nobody else can tell you that how you're feeling is right or wrong. Your journey is unique to you. Your feelings are unique to you. And how you feel is just how you feel. So, you know, accept that that is where you are at right now. And it's going to be shitty and it's going to be uncomfortable until it's not, is the reality. But I want to touch base and ask you, are you amplifying that feeling of failure? Uh, You know, unknowingly, are you amplifying that message? And one of the ways that you might be doing that is by not being your biggest cheerleader. So in my book, Lessons from a Fertility Warrior, this is one of the lessons where I talk about, you know, how to be your biggest cheerleader. You need to be the person out there telling yourself that, you know what, this is not going to last forever and I am going to get through this and it's okay to feel the way that I feel. And I'll give you an example in a minute, but I want to ask you, you know, how are you talking to yourself? What kind of dialogue do you have going on between your ears when you have these perceived moments of failure? Uh, And, you know, we look at what actions we're taking and our lifestyle and things like that. And if you made a list of all of the things that you are doing on your fertility journey, no doubt there would be a lot of things on that list. Even if you just looked at really simple things that you do on a natural basis, such as, you know, I don't shoot up cocaine every day. So here's one thing that I do. If you wrote a list of all of the things that you're doing, no doubt you are doing a lot to help yourself feel pregnant. One thing you're doing is listening to podcasts because you're here. But you're no doubt doing a lot of things to try and help yourself. But I bet that a lot of you, when something doesn't quite fit the perfect mold, i.e. you wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning, what are you telling yourself? What is the conversation that is going on in your head? Are you saying to yourself, oh my God, Robin, you've just woken up. This is going to be terrible for your fertility. Look what you've done. You need to get back to sleep ASAP because not getting enough sleep is terrible for your fertility. You're ruining this. Now this is going to really jeopardize your chances. Are you trying to make dietary changes and you ate the bread and the cheese at the restaurant? You're like, God damn it, Robin. You're ruining this. You can't stick to the diet. You're terrible at this. You're failing at everything. How are you talking to yourself? In these circumstances, if you had a friend and you said to your friend, oh my God, I've been trying to eat like gluten and dairy free. And then I went to this restaurant and I ate the garlic bread. Would your friend go, Betty, you idiot. What are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this. Don't eat that. You've failed. You're a terrible failure. You can't even stick at the diet. No, your friend wouldn't say that, would she? Your friend would turn to you and be like, you know what? You're going through a really hard time at the moment and it's really hard to be perfect at this. It's going to be okay. And they would give you a big hug. What can you do to treat yourself more like one of your best friends would treat you? You know, if you have the garlic bread wouldn't it be nice if you said to yourself you know what I ate the fucking garlic bread and it was delicious as you are eating that garlic bread be like this is the best fucking garlic bread I've ever eaten I'm just gonna savor this moment 
And I'm just going to try and be present in this moment of enjoying this garlic bread. If you woke up from your sleep at 3 a.m. in the morning, instead of saying to yourself, like, you're an idiot, get back to sleep, come on, what are you doing? Come on, come on, come on. What if you said to yourself, oh, I'm awake, what a peaceful night it is right now. How am I feeling right now? Feeling pretty anxious. That's okay to feel anxious. It's really normal to feel anxious. You know, it's okay for me to just lie here and relax for a minute. And, you know, even if my mind doesn't want to rest, it's okay. I'm still resting my body uh, and still looking after myself. It's probably quite natural that I might wake sometimes. Imagine how different the dialogue is if we talk to ourselves in a really nice way rather than the way that you are no doubt or many of you are no doubt talking to yourself. So I really you know, want you to start considering how often you're being really mean to yourself. And let's start celebrating some of the wins that we have. You know, if you've written, if you've taken my advice and you're, you, here you are frantically writing a list of all of the things that you're doing, wow, I'm just going to celebrate that I'm, you know, working really hard for this. I'm doing really well at doing all of these things. I had a group coaching client who said to me one day, do you know what? I've just discovered that I've written in my journal every day for six months. And I was like, that's some dedication right there. That is amazing. Go you. If you have written in your gratitude journal every day for a week, celebrate that shit, sister. Like, seriously, let's start to celebrate our wins. It doesn't matter how small the win is. You know, you can have sort of, I guess, different rewards that you will give yourself based on, you know, how big a achievement you think that you've made. But instead of constantly saying to ourselves, you're a big fat failure, you're not doing this right. Let's start looking at what actions we're taking and celebrate where, you know, the things that we're doing, that we're doing right. And I know that there are things that are going right in your life. And that's one of the things, you know, that's one of the reasons why one of my biggest recommendations is always to start a gratitude journal so that you can start to clear some of the fog and actually see some of the beautiful moments in your life. But let's start celebrating the wins instead of always focusing on the losses. I feel that if you had a look at how often you celebrated some of the wins in your life compared to how often you would rue the failures of your life, you would find yourself quite surprised and enlightened uh, as to what is going on. So I guess the first thing that we want to do is look at how we're treating ourselves, look at how we're talking to ourselves and start to talk to ourselves as a best friend rather than uh, as an angry militant dictator and recognize that your best is always good enough you know if you are making the effort and putting the work in and trying your best is always good enough you know and if we start to feel like our best is never good enough flip it on its head and think about that and who would ever say you know you'd never say to a child or anything like that your best is never good enough no your best is always good enough. And then let's start looking at perfection. We have a lot of perfectionists out there. So hands up if you are a perfectionist. And you might not even think of yourself as a perfectionist. However, you might be one of these people who is really confused by fertility diet 
advice. And hashtag newsflash, that is why fertility specialists don't just put everyone on a strict meal plan because different things work for different bodies. Different studies out there indicate different things. That is why if you sign up for my fertility diet e-course, it might be slightly different to someone else's. No one out there will have the same advice. And some of the stuff contradicts each other, right? The Harvard Nurses Study, for example, says you should have full fat dairy as part of your fertility diet. Then people like me, Gabriella Rosa, a lot of other people will say no, steer away from dairy because that could be causing hormonal slash like autoimmune kind of issues in your fertility diet. So who do you believe? And it comes down to so many different factors. And then, but it also comes down to you feeling like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So pick one, try it out, see how you feel, give yourself some grace. Perfection is a myth. It does not exist. There is nobody out there, despite what their Instagram looks like, who has a perfect life. Nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Nobody has a perfect life. We all have shit. We all have mess. We all have trials and tribulations in our life. That is part of the privilege of being alive. And, you know, you're walking down the street, whoever you see, everybody has skeletons in their closet, shit in their lives, all of that stuff. But sometimes we can get, you know, into this mode of feeling like we're so desperate to fall pregnant and have a child that we need to tick every single box that is out there. And I'm not saying do nothing, put in, you know, some effort, but your best is always good enough. And if you're genuinely trying to make an effort to fall pregnant and do the right things, then give yourself a pat on the back and stop telling yourself, you know, that you're not doing this right because you're not perfect. Because I can tell you right now, as somebody who I have nearly 3,000 members in our Fertility Warriors support and chat group on Facebook, I have thousands of email subscribers, and I have a network that I lead of nearly 200 modality, people who run different modalities that assist people with their fertility. So I'm thinking, you know, like traditional Chinese medicine doctors, aromatherapists, Reiki people, like bloggers, all sorts of people. And there's a freaking lot of things that you could do. You could do like vaginal steaming and go and see like a shaman person. There's like a hundred things you can do. If you tried to do all of them, you would be a hot mess. As I've just described, a lot of them contradict each other. You're never going to get perfect. In life, nothing's ever going to be perfect. So let's stop aiming for perfect and talking ourselves down when we don't achieve perfect. Like it comes back to your best is always good enough. And then the second part of that is to really start cultivating some more self-love. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you've heard me talk about self-love and affirmations and things like that. But we had an interesting conversation at our Perth meetup. And sometimes we have meetups for fertility worries. We have a strong New York City tribe and a few of us have caught up in Perth as well. You need to be part of our fertility warriors support and chat group to get involved with those but somebody said to me that well actually more than one person has said to me that Robin you're fucking dreaming if you think I'm going to look in the mirror naked at myself and say I truly and deeply love and accept myself that is so far away from where I am at right now and I can do all the things you suggest but that is one thing that I cannot do 
And I cannot take credit for the advice I am about to give you. It is from a lovely podcast called Unfuck Your Brain, which as I'm sure you can imagine is right up my alley. And the lady who runs this podcast had some really enlightening advice that I felt was 100% perfect. Two things is the first thing that she said as an affirmation, if you need a starting point, was to say, I am a human. You're not a superwoman. You're not a robot. You're human. Humans have ups and downs and failures and things that don't go right, mess in their lives, all kinds of things. Just look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm a human. And to that extent, you could go one step further. If you are always there getting out of the shower and going, oh my God, my arms are so fucking disgusting. Let's try and just inch that conversation a little bit differently to how about you just say, "Mm, that's a human arm. You don't need to be like, that's a beautiful arm. I love myself so much straight off the bat. But you could just look at yourself and say, that's a human. That's what a human arm looks like. I am human. And then the second part of that, something that this lady on the Unfuck Your Brain podcast said was that she would walk down the street and just to remind herself that, you know, everybody with their perfect little Instagram feeds and their beautiful skinny jeans and model-like bodies just to make herself feel a little bit better. And so you might be in this situation where you're looking at everyone's Facebook feed and they all look like they've got their perfect little happy families with their babies and their ultrasound pictures and their uh, baby showers and their gender reveal. And you might be like, I hate them all so much. But I would encourage you to look at that and say, think to yourself, everyone has suffering. And that, that can sound a bit harsh but just to remind yourself that nobody has a perfect life what you're seeing right now if you're walking down the street and you know everybody looks perfect to just walk down the street and be like everyone has suffering everyone has suffering you know at some point in their lives life nobody has a perfect life that is you know at ranks number 10 on the happiness scale all the time Everyone has ups and downs and that's part of the privilege of being alive. If, you know, life was just a straight line, that's what, you know, like when people die and it goes beep, that's what that would look like to me. So part of the privilege of being alive, even though we don't want so many dark moments, that's kind of part of the gig of being alive. And so, you know, remind yourself when you see all these pretty perfect lives, remind yourself that everyone has suffering and own your journey. This is the story of your life. This is part of your journey. And this is, you know, the package of the ups and downs and things like that that will happen to you in your life. So I hope this episode has been quite powerful for you. I hope that you've learned some realistic lessons to help you on your journey. And I hope that this has filled you with a little bit of inspiration. Like I said, you can head to robinberkin.com Uh, and see where there are some other tools that might be able to help you on your journey. But I certainly hope to connect with you in one way or another through future podcasts, Facebook group, or even as a client of mine. Thank you so much for listening. And I am so happy and excited to chat with you on our next episode. For now though, bye warrior. Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. 
if you would like more tools, resources, and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinberkin.com. And if you liked this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review it. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.